Welcome back to Austin Powers International Minute of Mystery, where we go minute by minute through Austin Powers International Man of Mystery. I'm Alyssa. I'm Johnny. And we got our special guest back here again for our very last minute of the week. Hello, I am Rick from the Mad Max Minute Podcast. Welcome back, Rick. We're glad to have you. I feel like you put your NPR voice on just now. <laughs> I have... Mirror him. You're like, no, you. Because you're like, and welcome back, I got Rick. like a little like <laughs> like scratch in my throat and it like put on my like sexy radio voice for a minute. <laughs> That's not what I said. That is like. a fine tightrope to walk because sometimes when you're sick and you get that little bit of a rasp and then you go back and listen to it in the editing phase and you're like, oh God, I sound like a monster. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess that could be true. That's why we try to take a break if we're sick and we're both always perpetually sick, so it's kind of hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, oof. This, uh, this past season of the Mad Max Minute when we were talking about Road Warrior, uh, those last, I'd say, oh, three weeks of podcast, Julia and I, my co-host, we were right in the thick of just some nasty colds, and so you can really hear it in our voices sometimes, and I'm working overtime I'm in the editing phase, getting out all those coughing fits and nose blows. Oh, yeah. Thankfully, no one ever hears it, so... That's good. Hopefully no one actually notices. And, <laughs> well, you guys yeah. are human. We all are. We're not podcasting robots, so... Every once in a while. Is it raining? Or is it just windy? No. It's probably just windy. It's your sprinklers. Oh, all right then. Um, anyway, so we're on minute 60 today. Uh, the minute starts out with um, the continuation of this little tram tour through VirchCon. Um, and Austin and Vanessa are wearing just the most amazing costumes. I, She's like Dolly Parton. I barely recognized them. Oh, yeah? yeah? I mean... Were you almost like, oh, who who are these people? I, when when do they get into I the I was movie? taken aback and I was like, is that the love guru? Oh my god. Oh my god. That's actually, where he was born. That's probably like where they got the um inspiration for the yeah. movie. They had the same they just used the same costume. They're like, Well, we already got this, let's just make a movie. Like, Low budgets. Yeah. Yeah, that uh that outfit that he's wearing, I mean, I'm not necessarily one to be able to speak to the uh sensitivity of cultural cultural appropriation in movies, but um Ah, that seems like he's pushing it a little far. I'm not quite sure if I'm okay with Elizabeth Hurley as a platinum blonde. No. No, not no. her color. Mm. She's, she looks way better as a brunette. Oh, yeah. She's got too much, like, Barbie pink in the blue and the white. It's very Dolly Parton-esque, but, like, Barbie version. Yeah, yeah I, I don't like it. No. It's even worse when you see, like, her full body, like, oh, when they're, like, yeah. walking into the bathrooms. You're like, oh, God. Those white pants. Mm, yeah, yeah, the white no one pants with the, the midriff and the long sleeves and the red hat. It's just... Oh, is this what British people think that Americans are like? <laughs> I sometimes That's what that. I'm guessing. <laughs> Ask your Australian audience. Maybe that's true for them, too. <laughs> I, I don't know. And the thing is, like, if you're going on a tour, you're not going to, like, dress to the nines. As a... And they're like full on whatever they are. They could have dressed like casual. Yeah. They, they look like crazy people. Yeah. But that's fine. But to be honest, you could, if they dressed similarly, not direct opposition of each other, 
but really loud, it would have been like, oh, they're just like a crazy tour group. Mm-hmm. I feel like they drew more attention to themselves, oh, yeah. like with their outfits. I mean, that's their which theme. is why the guy noticed when they went. Mm-hmm. Insane. They mm-hmm. needed to blend in, like the couple that's sitting in front of them in the tram wearing those matching oh, um, Hawaiian shirts. Hmm. Just, of course, it's it's an ugly on vacation. print. Just just awful, and it's the mm, vacation shirts. Yeah. yeah, is that not what you wear on vacation? No, God, no. <laughs> You're doing it wrong. <laughs> Apparently, yeah, you got to buy them um, one in every color for every day of the week that you are on vacation. Yeah, that's that's yeah. the vacation rule. Um. But as he's, like, directing the tram tour and doing his spiel, he's like, we're responsible for, like, these things. And he said, like, steel. Something else. And then, like, volatile Volatile chemicals. chemicals. Steel and petroleum products. Petroleum. Petroleum. So that can be almost Mm -hmm. anything. Yeah, petroleum is, like, petroleum-based. Okay. Including fire trucks. Apparently, yeah. including fire trucks. Alrighty then. Oh, okay. We were worried about Phil Collins being yeah, on the but, podcast. Uh, fire truck. All right. Louder. Um, sorry about that. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So what were we talking about? <laughs> Volatile chemicals. Yes. Gotcha. Oh, petroleum-based steel things. Those guys like petroleum can be even clothes. Mm-hmm. I think polyester and things like that. Yeah. And it can be in cosmetics too, because petroleum um, jelly, petroleum jelly, yeah. Um, propylene glycol is a petroleum offsuit. I work at a cosmetic store, so this makes a lot more sense <laughs> to everybody now um, that I know that. Um, but yeah, the volatile chemicals. He does this like nice, weird little pause, and volatile chemicals. All right, moving on. Yeah, he like smiles. Volatile chem- like he's excited. Um, I mostly paid attention to like their conversation because they just keep talking about Fadge. Yeah, Fadge. The cute little Italian secretary. The Italian mm-hmm. bird. Calls her Italian bird like four times. Maybe only twice. I might be exaggerating. Um, yeah, he called her rancid. Oh, because she asked if um, if she's prettier than, than that, her. You which, don't ask that question. That's a trap. Like You don't even want to know the answer to it, Vanessa. That is, that is a trap. Very much so. I mean, mm, I I did not want to think earlier when Vanessa called a lot of repellent. I did not want to think that she was talking about her looks. But here, they are talking very specifically about Alada's appearance, just based on context there. And it bothers me that Austin so quickly calls her ranted or... So quickly calls her rancid and makes that comment about how she's the village bicycle. And it's like, he's supposed to be this free love, open-minded 60s persona. And he's acting very judgy and slut-shamey all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he's a slut. Exactly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like pot calling the kettle black. Thank you very much. Yeah, exactly. So like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I mean, maybe he's only doing it to make Vanessa feel better, but like, it's still pretty shitty. On I would end. ask yeah. where well, he I, gets I, off, but I mean, the hot tub, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. He got off a few times, oh, probably. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, she shouldn't even be asking that question. 
They, yeah. Like, no. It's. I think that's just one of those things, though, when you're like... I know. You're like upset, you're jealous, and you like don't want to drop it. I mean, it. she does have a jealous streak. Yeah. I mean, she was very clear about that. She gets jealous very easily. Which is crazy. Is Look she at her. Only she's child? the babiest of babes. Yeah, but she's an only child. I bet you money. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, she is the babiest of babes. <laughs> um, who in their right mind points out in a tour to the public that there's a restricted area that I you know. can't go into? Why didn't he point out the gift shop on the other side? (laughs) I have a feeling he didn't point out the gift shop because it only appears to be black and white postcards and novelty vases or vases or however you want to say it. Like, who goes to a big old company like Virtucon and with all of their steel and petroleum uh, products and volatile chemicals and thinks, oh, I want a vase. I want a glass dying plant holder that I can put in the middle of my table or on a side bench or whatever and that's how I want to remember today. Like, Right? I want something that'll break on my like, way you home. you know that stuff is way overpriced and way low quality. Unless it's plastic. In which I, case it's just cheap. I don't understand why they don't have miniature factories. Yeah. They have a whole factory shop. that builds miniature factories. Sell them in your gift yeah. shop. That's your money maker. That'd be so cute. Like right? a little model of the VirtuCon building. <gasps> that yeah. oh my god, missed opportunity. Like that would be a Come perfect on. conversation starter. Oh hey, what's that on your mantle? Oh that. Let me tell you about the day we went to VirtuCon and took the tour. The thing is, whoever is their marketing manager, um, they need to go in the fiery pits of hell in the lair. <laughs> They're fired. Hit that red button. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. They did a very poor job. But Bolton, this. on the other hand, he's doing a bang up job. Yeah. Um, yeah, he noticed immediately when two people on his tour went missing. Mm-hmm. Which I think that's a good, that's a good sign for a tour guide that they actually pay attention to their. Yeah, people. I mean, yeah, but like, how does he know that they didn't just go to, into the bathrooms? Those are bathrooms. I right? mean, they go into the bathroom as a, I would say. South Asian, probably Indian Peninsula gentleman and a Dolly Parton lookalike contestant. And they come out looking completely different, dressed completely different. Which, to be fair, Elizabeth Hurley looks real cute as a scientist. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, and also, how does that outfit even fit her? Because the, the lady <laughs> that she took it from, I mean. Okay, mm-hmm. I've got um, two theories. First okay. one. That VirtuCon, for some reason, has lockers in their public-facing bathrooms that have extra uniforms, and they really just went in there after those scientists to steal their credentials. Or VirtuCon has some sort of futuristic, self-tailoring, resizing uniform so that no matter who puts it on, it just automatically resizes to them, kind of like the shoes from Back to the Future 2. I like that theory. It's the sister to the traveling pants. Yeah, <laughs> but just in a lab coat. Or it's like it's like the shoes. You just pump them up and then they, they fit to you. You just pump up your lab she coat. Just, yeah, she just pulls like a string and it like sucks up in, like to her body. 
I don't know. What's really frustrating about this whole situation is that VirtuCon makes their scientists leave the restricted area and use a public-facing bathroom because you know... Isn't that contamination? Yeah, and plus those can't be clean. No. (gasps) What are they doing walking out of their work area to go to the bathroom? That's got to be far. I mean, I don't want to leap too far ahead, but we know what's behind those doors, and I got to wonder why scientists are needed in that specific testing chamber. Right. But yeah, why would they have to leave to use the bathrooms? It's so silly. Yeah. Then they just have to go through the... Also, didn't they walk right in the door and not use any kind of like IDs or anything like that to get into the restricted area? Yeah, I didn't see any sort of card swiping or anything. It's all the future. It's just yeah, they video just walked technology. Right in. Yeah, it's like an RFID yeah, thing. There was yeah. no like retina scans. No. It's not high tech enough. They literally just like, they were like, all right, still the uniform, walk in. <laughs> Let's do this. Maybe there's like a, a little chip inside the uniform, just yeah. like sewn in. But I mean, hey, if it wasn't for Bolton, they could have gotten away with it. I know. But immediately after they step in, alarms. <laughs> I don't know. It's a weird alarm, but it's an alarm. Where's the fire truck again? Maybe I can just... Uh, that's Bolton. We've got a problem. <laughs> but yeah, the minute ends with them running away because um, they've they've been caught. Because they're god-awful spies. Yeah, they're, they're pretty bad. They're really, really bad. Austin's rubbing off on Vanessa, and it's very upsetting because she was a pretty good spy, I felt like. Shoot. She's very put together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's falling apart. She's getting <laughs> dragged down. Austin is like an albatross mm-hmm. around her neck, just dragging her down. Mm-hmm. She's still... She's in like with him, anyway. We're not in love yet. I We're mean, apparently like. he's irresistible. Ugh. Oh, well, she didn't think so. <laughs> now she's she's getting it. She's understanding the charms. Because mm-hmm. even after he slept with someone else... She's still there. She's still like, yeah, all right, I guess I forgive you. Let's do this. Oh, man. As long as I'm prettier than her. Weird rules. But, yeah. That's pretty much it for Minute 60. It's a good way to go out. Um, At VirtuCon. Taking a tour. Seemed like a pretty cool tour. Wish we could have seen the whole thing. Yeah. I just want build to a, build a VirtuCon let us take a tour. Give me more Bolton. Yeah, see if we can um, um, put in some of his puppetry. He just seems so naturally charismatic and willing to do this menial tour day in and day out and still have just that spark about him to share with people the wonder that is VirtuCon. Maybe he's threatened with death. (laughs) You either do this tour or you die because now you've seen our facilities and we can't let you escape. He knows too much. <laughs> he knows too much. Even the tour guide knows too much. Well, that's that's a problem. Your yeah. tour guide shouldn't know anything. Yeah, you really shouldn't <laughs> be telling the tour guide anything like that. Well, do you want to go ahead and plug yourself sure. up? Sure. After all of the time that we've spent together this week, if people are not utterly tired of listening to my voice they can find my podcast the mad max minute podcast on itunes and google play you can go to our website madmaxminute.com and find all of our back episodes our hiatus episodes the whole nine yards all there you can go on twitter 
find our account at Mad Max Minute. And if Facebook is more your speed, you can find us at Mad Max Minute Beyond Microphone. Cool. Awesome. Everybody go check all of those places out. Thank you so much for joining yeah, us this thank week. You so thank you for having me and for giving me an excuse to finally watch this movie. Perfect. <laughs> I can't believe you've never seen I it know. before. It's crazy. And I tell Julia that she has to tell us like how she truly feels <laughs> about Austin Powers on the Twitter. Just be like, hey, can you just like let them know because they're curious. <laughs> I'll pass that along and see what she says. Please do. <laughs> she doesn't have to if she doesn't want to, but I'm yeah. curious. Um, but you get to take us home this week. Yeah. So go ahead with our our outro. <laughs> so this is the final test <laughs> to make sure that I've been paying attention for the last four days. <laughs> so until next time, stay groovy. Stay groovy.